there guys gals and non-binary pals all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space welcome to a brand new episode of the imperial Snet podcast i'm your host charlie ashby and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts nikki and claire what up dudes hello <laughs> we are excited today oh <laughs> uh, dear what a day already yeah. what a day yeah, a lot of a lot has happened in the UK. I think we're pretty much confirming we're going for no deal. <laughs> um, the US, you had your amazing uh, start, our never-ending nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yay! But what do you know, episode ninety? We're, we're ten away from the big one. We are. There I think we, we did go. the maths, and I think that ten weeks, right? So I think we, if we if we Get down to it. Get groovy. We should be able to um, get 100 episodes this year. There we Woo! go. Pretty pretty fun. What an exciting milestone for us to reach. Not only as a show, but also as people. I think so. Considering <laughs> mm-hmm. we've been around longer than other podcasts that are now on their 300 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're we're quality, not quantity. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> show here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, episode one hundred should be very fun. Yeah, we'll release a bit more info about that in the future. But until then, let's um, head over to the moisture farm and find out what made us moist this week. We should probably come up with a theme for this as well. <laughs> Oh, for the goodness. moisture farm. Moisture. I'll start off, if you don't mind. Yeah, go Please for it. Do. So, last night, Claire and I were talking. And oh, this is I not have a good this... start to the moisture farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few drinks were had. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I have always been interested in baseball, just as a... like. It's, if you think of American sport, it's the one I think of more than like American football and stuff. So I've always been interested in that. It seems like a sort of, you know, generic Americanism. If you uh, stab an American for some reason, don't. Um, I'm sure that their blood will drip out and in that blood will be uh, a party invitation to July 4th, a baseball <laughs> bat. Um, an apple pie. An apple pie. And 
What else would be there? A Bruce Springsteen album. A hot dog. And, and a hot dog. High cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing your actual doctor stuff in here. Um, but yeah, and so I've always been interested, and I'm officially, I've officially picked a team. Isn't that right, Claire? That is right. I'm proud of you. You, you want to go ahead and announce? Charlie's an Atlanta Braves fan. Yeah. Yeah. I've converted him to the dark side. And I literally do mean dark side because being a fan of Atlanta sports means um, your life is filled with darkness and misery most of the time. So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> but this year, absolute, we have hope. <laughs> what an absolute stab in the back I've just experienced Good. with the Braves currently beating the closest thing I have to a team. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, buddy. Also, Claire has picked a football team. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. I didn't want to break it to Nikki like this. I did. (laughs) Um, Hi, Nikki. I please, please still be my friend. Um, please. We'll Um, see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Do this, Claire. Because of family ties, for my brother is also a diehard fan. Um, and because, oh God, of our conversation last night, <clears throat> I'm like literally I'm, like choking on these words is what that is. <laughs> it's literally like not important. Personal. <laughs> we got two now, Nikki. Well, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> you got and a Lego stadium your- now. Any moisture Nikki had has been dried up, sham wowed. <laughs> yeah, straight up. I guess I just need to, you know, find my own friend to start swapping sports teams with. Oh no. So I need to yeah, need to go on a Craigslist now and <laughs> find a fourth co host. Pay someone. <laughs> hey, I, I haven't picked a cricket team yet, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's over. Oh man, <laughs> no! But honestly, it, it was fun just to talk about something different, have a bit more sports involved. And you've got, like I said, you got a Lego stadium, so you automatically on another tier. It's true. Like you get to put a little Lego Ferguson. <laughs> You're so on brand. He's he's fuming. <laughs> he's left the chat. <laughs> No. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I need time to process. So <laughs> that was the episode this week, guys. We lost Nikki. He's not coming back. End of the. No, podcast, but it's true. We'll all, we'll all go to a game together. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll make it happen. Isn't that <laughs> right, Nikki? Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, hopefully someday. <laughs> when I get over it. Team to be decided. Yes. Oh, goodness. Ooh. Who wants to go next? United? <laughs> Claire, it's your, it's your turn. Um, wow. Like, my moisture farming experience of the week is probably not that exciting. <laughs> um, I mean, are any of ours that exciting, really? That's Sometimes true. it's about action figures. Sometimes it's about not dying this week. Yeah, it's always that is good. pretty. <laughs> it's nice when that bar is achieved. Um, 
Now, I rearranged my office this week, and uh, I took out a bunch of my old pins from trading with many of you fine folks at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, and I have these little mini hexagonal uh, cork boards, and so now I have some of my stickers and and, uh, and pins and stuff displayed on the wall, and it's nice. It looks nice. So shout out to yeah. everybody who we exchanged buttons and pins with in Chicago. Say, Claire, mm-hmm. is there some sort of way that someone could potentially, I don't know, see what your new office looks like in high definition? Oh, yeah, there is. I got a brand new, beautiful, spanking 1080p webcam, which if you want to see it in its maiden voyage, uh, go watch this week's episode of Kessel Run Transmissions, where we just shot the shit basically all episode and just hung out and it was cool but it's pretty it's really pretty so check um coming to a youtube slash twitch feed near you sometime in the near future my beautiful high definition face which means i actually have to wear makeup so i don't because i normally look like a blurry blob (laughs) now you can see me in all of my trolley goodness (laughs) (laughs) ah damn why did i do this (laughs) but yeah neat what about you nikki moisture um well i mean apart from the now fresh blood dripping down my back from (laughs) oh come on co-host conspiring in sports regicide oh my lord there's, um, no, there's no bad blood. There's no bad blood. On our end. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I mean, baseball is low on my list. I will give I will give uh, full Braves. You won't you won't hear it from me. Even except except the the game the other night was just weird. Bizarre. Of, of that like 11 in the first inning thing. That was weird. Um but Okay. Uh, one, yeah, this is a, kind of a dry week, honestly. Um, Aww. He's kind of dry. Never the, f- <laughs> coolest, the coolest thing I had was uh, I finally bought that like cool jacket in Squadrons. <laughs> oh hell yeah, though! <laughs> With the Rebel patch on the on the sleeve. Um, that's like the only thing I had going for me. Um, Just call him Slicky Kumar, ladies and gents. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's about it. It's kind of kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe next week's. Oh, here we go. I got a better one. We released part one of our uh, Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising, which was a delightful conversation. Um, so if you guys are uh, at least halfway through that book, go ahead and listen. Um, that would certainly make us moist all around. And yeah, it's a good time. We're looking forward to doing part two. Heck yeah. Coming soon. I'll tell you what isn't moist. Having to create graphics and upload a podcast with the longest title in the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should we call this like Front Origins? Now we've got Front Ascendancy Chaos Rising. Pa- that part, makes sense. Book one. <laughs> part one. Part one, yeah, as well. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Thrawn Trilogy 2. <laughs> Ascendancy. <laughs> Chaos Rising. Part 1. 
the comic book adaptation. <laughs> part, one, part one, the podcast, part one. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, with all that out of the way, let's jump into this week's news. The biggest news of the week was that Del Rey released the titles and teasers of all 40 stories in the upcoming The Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view book. Favourites and honourable mentions. Woo! So we've got some cool picks. We've got uh, The Wampa, Torin Far, Chase the Guy Walking Between Han and Leia, <laughs> <laughs> Corey Selgrove, Zev Sineska, Ozzel, Dak, Eman Kref, Viz, Piet, Wedge, Palpatine, Yoda. Okay, there are too many. Uh, we really like all of them. Yes. And the wheels are back. And let's just say, the wheels are cool. But Jackson. Jackson. Ooh, buddy. He's back. He's just dabbing into the galaxy far, far away right now. When Do we have a uh, specific there. story that we're looking forward to the most? What about you, Nikki? I mean, honestly, I don't know if I can just. Uh, I tried to like think about this last week uh, when when the announcement happened, and I, I just couldn't pick one. Like every single one of them, I was like into. Um, I like for me, uh, the A New Hope one hit this sort of like a little bit of like a dry spell where it was like you know like Cantina and stuff. I wasn't like super into that. Um, but All like, 30 cantina stories? Right. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> a little bit of skipping going on, or like a little skimming. Um, but all of these ones, like, from the start, I think I also just love Echo Base so much. So when it was just, like, rebel after rebel after rebel, and then, you know, the Imperials and Battle of Hoth stuff. So, like, I was just, just reading that initial run of, of stories. I was like, yeah, this is pretty awesome. Um but yeah, I mean, as far as as far as picking one out, I don't know. Maybe Palpatine will be really interesting to to get a like point of view from at this point in the story. Yeah, so the one I'm looking forward to, well, one of one of them I'm looking forward to is the but what does he eat? Which is the uh, the Darth Vader guest one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Because it it creates the assumption that they actually did have something to eat. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. They were planning for dinner. <laughs> yeah, he was expecting him to come in at that point. But like, well, now that you're here. Um, I'm also interested in, like you said, the Palpatine stuff is always fun stuff to talk, dive into. And, um, you know, I just can't wait to delve into some of the other background characters. Like, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I've, I haven't read the first one yet, still, to be honest with you. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. And there were a couple yeah. stories, like, there there were some stories that, like, lulled you a little bit in the A New Hope one, but then every now and then you'd randomly stumble upon a story where you're like, well, that kind of just broke my life and ripped my heart out of my chest and stomped on it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some real like stellar ones. There's some um, exceptional ones, yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping this one and I'm sure it will, will uh find ways to make you like just totally think think like completely differently about just little pieces of Star Wars. Exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting, that's for sure. 
I think as well is that I like it when Star Wars bends the format. Because people will go into this going, okay, this is an information deep dive. We get to find out finally what everyone's thinking. And this is canon. It's like, well, no, it's it's fun. It's a fun exercise. So I think the thing I really liked was the um, the Jackson snippet. Mm-hmm. Where he seems to be a very unreliable n- narrator. Yeah. <laughs> where for some reason Lobo is like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> he's like, he's like he barely talks, but apparently that's the case now. What about you, Claire? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nikki. I was just gonna say really quickly. Like, I remember that being in the conversation with the first one back when uh, <laughs> Pablo was more freely tweeting in the world, <laughs> and. Um, it was like, someone was like, is this canon? <laughs> and he was like, eh, some are, some aren't. <laughs> but like, wouldn't <laughs> even specify, like, wouldn't, wouldn't give them the satisfaction of uh, explaining which ones, if any. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, you know, that's the thing. If you, if, not, if one is like really meaningful to you, you can like totally incorporate that into, you know, it, or you can just be some silly thing that happened. Exactly. And either way, it's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Now, what I was going to say, like, in the first one, and I, I know I've seen some, like, complaints about this online, and I don't, I, don't, I don't share those complaints clearly, because one of the things that I loved was, like, getting in the, the heads of some creatures that don't even speak, or some droids, or, you know... Um, so I'm, I really, really enjoyed like the Dianoga story and I know it's kind of in the same vein, but I'm fully 100% ready to sob my eyes out reading the, the Tauntaun story. <laughs> um, I'm not emotionally ready for that. Um, very much not. Um, I'm excited for that one. I really love the, the, they pick a story about the guy who literally just walked through Han and Leia's fight. Um, like just those <laughs> stories are my favorite. The ones that you're just like this little background character that of course I'm obsessed with because it's me. Um, they get their own moment in the spotlight and I'm, that's just, that's what I love about this series. So those two, I know they're like right at the beginning, right at the beginning, but I, I'm really looking forward to them and to the little surprises throughout. I, I'm interested about the Wampa thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in my head, man. in my head, the head, my head canon is that the robot chicken sketch where Luke has to go get some fuel is canon. That is one of the best. That might be like that's like top five at least. <laughs> when he drops his wallet. Like chicken sketches. <laughs> the, oh the my pain, god! The pain in every movement he makes. <laughs> And, and then absolutely sold by just the look at the end. It's the stare between them both. <laughs> it's it's just the greatest. It's it's so earned. It's a long sketch. <laughs> it's a long sketch, and it earns every second with the end. Oh, it's so good. It's perfect comedy. Oh, we are blessed. We are blessed. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to finding out a few more things. And again, it's what you take out of it. Um, and putting your own head cannon, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I'm going to do a um, personal Senate Library episode about this, but I do want to bring it up because it came out this week, 
And I want to ask you guys, have you been reading the Vader book? Nay, sir. The comic. No. Uh, should I s- jump into spoilers or not get involved? Uh, I mean, for me, like, comics are not something I generally do, so I don't really mind. And I'll, I can probably still read it anyway, if whatever you discuss. So um, I don't mind, personally, but is whatever. Claire? Um, I don't mind. Um, I probably will read it at some point, but when I say that, I, it's usually forever in, in the distance because I, yeah, I say I'm going to stay, I say like, I'm going to make an effort and stay up to date on a couple comics and then that never, ever in a million years ever <laughs> happens. So, <laughs> Well, I'll make you both read me. it for the, for the library. <laughs> yes, for the library. We'll read Indeed. it. Okay, uh, I'll talk to you. So Palpatine's a shit. <laughs> Can we just get into the... What? Really? When did that happen? I've like, seen no f- previous evidence of that. Surely not. <laughs> I love how they reintroduce elements into canon that makes you go back and watch something. It's, it's how stories are always told. Like, you know, like it's the classic um, King Arthur. Like, you know, like it was a Welsh myth and then it gets adapted by the Celtics and they constantly gets upgraded with new information, new bits and details that when you look at the story again, you get a different reading out of it. The same with star Wars. And I love going to watch episode six now and processing what happened to Vader in this comic, because it is bananas. So the first whole arc is about him dealing with the whole Luke situation. It's like, okay, well this is bullshit because (laughs) Palpatine said that my kid died. So, you know, like he dealt with that a little bit in the pre-Empire comic stuff, mm-hmm. but now he's actually actively going out and searching for, he's basically investigating, it's a murder investigation, and he goes to all these different places to do with like Padme, and he teams up with the Handmaidens, who, and some of the characters from the prequels, who are pro, obviously, Padme, and he finds out the truth about what happened to her and he's like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm upset. And rightfully so, I would, I would say so. In the latest issue, it is pure just torture. He goes to Coruscant to see the Emperor in the Imperial Senate. Uh, in the Imperial Center, sorry. And basically, the Emperor's like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, you have completely reverted back to where you were. This is bullshit. Like, you had... He was like, look, you... And then uh, Masamida's there. He's like, look. Classic. He went, your one mission was to bring Luke Skywalker to the dark side. You failed to do that. He escaped. Your second mission (laughs) was to come back and deal with it. Instead, you went out on your own personal vendetta about Padme and Madala. So what the fuck? He goes, that's treason, man. (laughs) (laughs) And... The Emperor's like, yeah, fuck you, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, Vader goes, you told me I killed Padme. And Palpatine's like, look, 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 I'm just going to mold you into <laughs> whatever I wanted you to. I can get rid of you, you fucker. I don't need you. I can get any other person. And when I get a new person, I can just get rid of you. And it's like this horrible moment where basically the guards start attacking Vader he, like, defends against them. Palpatine then uses the Force to grab his lightsaber out of his hand. He goes, no, 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 you're not having your lightsaber. you got to deal with this. 
Then he Palpatine lifts him up in the force whilst berating him. Breaks his legs and arms. What? Like with the force, like he com- like com- pushes them in. Jeez, really hurting Vader to the point where he looks a bit like he does in Episode Three, like but with the Vader costume, obviously. He's like his eye. You see his eye; it's all orange. It's pretty cool. Um, and Palpatine says that he he needs to go back to where he belongs. Like he he has to he has to suffer again. He has to fear again because he's lost the fear and the suffering. He's he's getting drawn to the light. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. He's he's focusing on Padme again. He's like, this is bullshit. Get out of this. So <laughs> this is what's great about this whole story. I went up reading this. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they. Take him to Mustafar with no arms and just the one hand again. Mm-hmm. Drop him in the exact same position where he was when he found him. Jeez. Dropsing him, his legs start to like get on fire again. <laughs> He's like, make your way back. Don't use the force. I can. I know if you do it. See ya. Oh my god. <laughs> and so he just leaves him there and Raiders like, has to crawl these last time we read it, Vader's crawling himself all the way back up to the Trade Federation Center mm-hmm. to um, rebuild himself, like, some legs and stuff. And then Massimita's like, well, he seems to be doing okay. And Papatee's like, yeah, all oh, that fucker can... He, not only is he going to have to deal with all this stuff, I'm sending out the best Sith assassin I have. Ochi of Bastoon, and it cuts to the final page, and it's Ochi looking like fucking batman oh my god <laughs> it's so oh, good gee. it is so good you gotta read the issue it's so good i was like geeking out the entire show like this is ridiculous like he's such a prick like he dropped him in the exact same position <laughs> broke his legs like yeah sorry sorry i lied about killing your wife like he ne- palpatine never forgets a detail man <laughs> he's like you know he knows where to uh he knows where to drop the guy Oh, Fascinating, goodness. yeah. I've I've heard really good things about this, uh, you know, Vader run. So it'll be fun to get into. It's it's really good. Also, shout out! We get to see our uh, we get to see a character that I've wanted to see back for a long time. Um, in the post Empire world, mm-hmm. so I won't give too many spoils out for some of the other characters you will see in the book. But I will say that if you are a Rick Oli fan, you will be happy. Yes! Man. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, just so you know, you're reading a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sweet, actually. It's really sweet what uh, Craig Pack actually wrote for those characters on the boon. Um, yes! There's a really good sort of like narrative thread they use where he's like this is what the handmaidens think and you're like okay cool so that's where they're going with it and then there's a big turn on his head and you're like okay okay i like this i like this narrative beat mm-hmm. um, but we'll get into that obviously when we do our own library episode about that because i i'm reading the i basically i took a break from the star wars comics because they were just getting a bit too much for me apart from the vader one which i love and afra uh, I just had to take a break, and then when I started reading the new wave, every issue has been great, both Star Wars mm-hmm. and um and the Darth Vader book. 
Cool, cool, yeah. Sorry for the tangent, but I had to get into that because it was... I was like... When I'm reading a comic and I have like a visceral reaction to it, it's always fun. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is this is awful, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this literature news, so it all works. Yeah, I mean, tangent. I got the biggest boner when I saw OG of Bastoon looking like a badass. Everyone I, just, knows. I hope we find out what Bestoon is like, though. Because it must be pretty great to, in your name, say, I'm from there. <laughs> I hope so, too. Because everyone looks at him and goes, he looks like a dweeb because he's got the button eyes like Coraline and the just the weird sort of head. But in the comic, he's got this badass Batman-like outfit. He's got the fit. He's got like the bat fins. He's got he's got another big elaborate dagger, which I love. Dig. So that he, I like. So when everyone's like, is it is it unrealistic that this guy would have this weird elaborate stiff dagger? Uh, no, he has a lot of them. <laughs> he's got a the few. ladies dig the big elaborate daggers, if you know what I mean. Wink. Absolutely. Only this blade tells. <laughs> Only this blade tells. <laughs> I wonder if he's like reading a Sith manual. (laughs) (laughs) Just transcribing. Um, It's like, it's on the Death Star somewhere. But yeah, I um, read the Darth Vader book and the Star Wars book. That's loads of fun as well. Charles Saul is just knocking out of the park. I like that guy. Did you know that? I think he's okay. He might do all right. He's a good egg. Speaking of Charles Saul, let's get into the next bit. Uh, there was a huge High Republic publishing panel at the virtual New York Comic Con um, that I don't think most of us kept up with because no, not really. I mean, just reading out the Comic Con stuff in general is crazy when you're not there, but especially when it's in 2020 and everything's weird. But we did get some things to talk about. We got the High Republic mm-hmm. opening crawl. It's always, it's always nice to get a little crawl. Right? I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, I will read it once it loads, by the way. I should probably load it earlier. but <laughs> Let's have a look. Okay, ready? Thank you. Let's do it. Ben, feel free to put the Star Wars theme if you want. <laughs> Star Wars! The High Republic. The galaxy is at peace. Ruled by the Glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. As a symbol of all that is good, the Republic is about to launch Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. This new space station will serve as a ray of hope for all to see. But just as a magnificent renaissance spreads throughout the Republic, so is a frightening new adversary. Now the guardians of peace and justice must face a threat to themselves, the galaxy, and the force itself. I've had shot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Man, it's weird to think that the High Republic was supposed to come out like in August. <laughs> 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 it's like, wait, when's this happening again? 
Uh, but yeah, no, it's fun that they're able to like ramp up on some of this stuff and um, you know re- reveal a, a little uh, little tidbits and even you know like a, a tease for the future, you know. Yeah, so um, Kevin Scott is doing the flagship novel for the second wave. We found that out this week. Um, Daniel Jose Older is doing a junior novel, and Justina Island, uh, youth author, is also on novels. We're getting a Charles Saul short story, which is always good, like we mentioned. We love Charles Saul. Mm -hmm. Good egg. We've got some Yoda stuff. Apparently he's more adventurous, which is going to be interesting. Yes, and he does daddy. use his lightsaber. Mm? Yeah, I love I love just this notion of him. I guess he's like leading a group of Padawans, like on a like study abroad kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, fun, it's fun to think of Yoda in this like, you know, not not quite the uh, the boss yet, right? He's still got a little bit of. I mean, even in like Clone Wars, we see him with that little streak of, uh, I'm going to go do my own thing. Um, but yeah, I think this, this is going to be a fun way to see him, for sure. Yeah, he's a bit more like, the thing that people are like, oh, it's too, yeah. like, all right, yeah, like, calm down. You're only 804. <laughs> <laughs> More adventurous. Do you think that's just him in terms of his character as a Jedi, or do you think he's adventurous in everything? If you get me just like the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, my goodness! He uses Little his lightsaber quotation marks. He's got a lot of tools. Oh lord! At his disposal. <laughs> mine, mine. <laughs> Concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he wanted that flashlight so much from. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mine, or I will fist you not. <laughs> Fit inside you again. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Journey of the Woods. Am I right? God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also like the idea, like yeah, this is Yoda stuff is fun, more adventurous. It's just the it's just the normal Yoda, but in fact, it's it's the Phantom Menace Yoda, but wearing a leather jacket and has a secret. <laughs> mm. Oh goodness! Smoke you can. Cool you your look. Rides a speeder bike. Yeah. <laughs> or <On> Coruscant. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just kind of cool. <laughs> he died <in> dashes. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for my meal, I have not. Run, we must. That's why Dex is angry with the Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he likes Obi-Wan, because <laughs> he keeps stealing meals. <laughs> I don't trust your droids or your Jedi. <laughs> um, yeah, we've also got diversity in how the Force is interpreted. So characters visualize it working as different things: a spider web, a forest, a tapestry, rivers flowing to a sea, a mountain. Which is all bullshit because we all know it's just a superpower that makes you lift things. 
<laughs> Make things float. <laughs> Moving rocks. I want the yeah. I want the uh, the the last uh, Jedi remix where he's like, the Force isn't a superpower; it's a spider web, a tapestry, <laughs> a mountain. Um, but yeah, there's a very cool uh, note on interpretation and spirit uh, spirituality in this High Republic era. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a bit of that. Um, you know, obviously, I think. I think Rogue One is maybe the first like big step in like showing a different way someone sort of like interprets the force. And then most recently, I think squadrons um, use the character of Keo and how they uh, sort of have this, you know, knowledge of the force and this like ability to access it, but not maybe not necessarily a will kind of thing. And it's, it's been a cool move to, to have the force, you know, be more than, you know, it feels so much bigger than what it may have just felt in, in three movies and six movies and nine movies. And now it's like, just, it it feels so much bigger in the galaxy when, you know, different cultures see it in different ways. And are able to tap into it in different degrees, you know, Mm -hmm. and not able to tap into different, like, Specific, but like one of the things I loved about the new era and Star Wars stories, and we did see it in the EU, but like sort of a renowned purpose is that some Jedi can't do some things and some can do specific things. Mm-hmm. Like with whole Ezra and animals sort of thing, or uh, Cow with the like, what's that thing where you can pick, touch objects and remember? That thing Quinlan Vos had to, right? Yeah, yeah the psycho. Um, psycho, yeah. Psychometry. What was it? Yeah, I see. I think it is like a psychometry. That's the word. Yeah, something like that. And <laughs> also the freezing of stuff in the air, <laughs> the Kylo Ren cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that sort of thing. I like how it sort of makes it a bit more different, as opposed to like the sort of thing you do. With, like I used to do as a kid, and now for some reason people still do it as adults <laughs> on the internet when they argue, which is like. Yeah, Marginal has every single ability. You can use the Force, and also he can access the, the dark side powers. Because, but he's not dark. He's he's like a grey Jedi, and also he doesn't really like Jedi uh, Order, so he's a bounty hunter. And, uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like oh, you just want everything, don't you? That one kid in the playground who always have everything. Yeah, he's a Jedi, hard. but he also has a Mandalorian armor like Boba Fett. <laughs> and he's uh, he's the king of the galaxy. <laughs> But he's he's special. It's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, but good. I guess the thing that we're most excited about this week, and it's the final news item we'll talk about, is that the new images and information was released for the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Nikki, Yay! do you want to talk yeah! about what made you happy about this the most? Everything. Sorry. I mean, for real though. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, yeah the. I mean, the the biggest thing that happened, um, I guess, with this was the sort of co- the confirmation that uh, Anthony Daniels, Kelly Marie Tran, and Billy D are going to be voicing the, their uh, respective characters we know and love um, in uh, in this thing. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I don't really know. Like this, 
I was sold the moment they told us it was happening. So it's like everything else is just, you know, a uh, a, a nice extra. Um, but yeah, I'm really I'm really excited for it. I think it it's going to be amazing. And that that poster they released was incredible. Just so special. <laughs> it just that I just that, oh, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> happy the little yeah, yellow claw hand with the bow yep. on it like two loops from dad <laughs> oh uh, man the, everything about this holiday special is going to be so delightful it just i'm i'm so excited i was really excited that image that um just had so many random people like in the falcon like like yes. off-world jawas and uh, you know, just everyone you can think of. Max Rebo's in there. Also, is, I don't know, is it Greedo? I don't know why Greedo's in there, but I'm excited. <laughs> is now. Um, so yeah, it's it's just I think it's it's gonna be just a really nice, um, like celebration that we didn't get to have. <laughs> uh, where we, you know, it's just it, it uses it's gonna use so much of the Star Wars universe and and have fun with it. It's gonna be so good. Also, was that itchy in the background? There is a white Wookiee. Yeah, is sorry guys. Is uh because if if that was itchy, itchy, I am. <laughs> are we gonna have? <laughs> it was sorry, cat life, cat mom life. Um, if 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 itchy is going to be in this, does that mean we get another jacking off to the hologram Wookiee scene? In Lego form, but much more tame. Watch him just sit in the background of the Falcon, looking into like a box, and just like not doing anything for the rest of the mm-hmm. <laughs> being off in his corner. Oh goodness, we are I blessed, truly. So. Really. I hope half of it is just um, lumpy Lego lumpy watching Lego BTS on the hologram. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, oh, like, be so lucky. kudos to the team behind this for getting Anthony Daniels back. That's quite a get for the Lego team. Yeah, you never know what he's not like when he's just like, I don't want to do that. Because he might, he, I think he was busy at one time. He was busy doing some um, voiceover for um, another Lego project. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think the Billy D and the Anthony Daniels thing was like a in our mind. Like, maybe it's just me, but in my mind, it's like, okay, well, they're definitely doing it. Even though it's still mm-hmm. cool for them to be doing it, of course. But the Kelly Tran stuff was just awesome. And that yeah. Rose is a bigger part in this is awesome as well. I like the fact that we get to see a bit more of Rose. Um, like you said, Claire, the poster, the big red poster with the little Lego hand and the <laughs> to Luke from Dad was great. So it's, good. it's very simplistic, but all you need to, it's just perfect, I think, in my mind. Uh, it will be available to stream on Disney Plus on November the 17th. And I cannot wait. I can only assume that that Greedo guy was actually one of the Greedo clones from episode six that we saw on Jabba's barge. And oh, yeah. <laughs> if if the yes. Greedo clone and um, our blue boy elephant man, Max Rebo, can escape and survive, Claire... Salacious lives, bitches. Salacious lives. <laughs> I think. I think that's confirmation. And Dengar, that's three people, and potentially Boba Fett. Look, I'm just saying, the no evidence is really mounting gone. up. 
No one's ever really gone. Well, we know there's like this element of time travel in the story. No. <laughs> there is. There there is, but this isn't, this and, isn't No, I think I think it's like an end game scenario. Or not a, not necessarily end game, but this is like going into the past and pulling them out of these situations where they where they die. And it's like actually you're not going to. We're gonna we're gonna bring you into oh, I this see. timeline. So it's you know it's it's all it's all one big uh, one big story. Story <laughs> of a generation. That's how they say Ben in a Lego special. <laughs> 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 I'll tell I'll tell you one thing that really bothers me. Um so they've designed an episode 9 Rose minifigure, but that minifigure is not in the real world yet. yet. And they need to fix that. Get on it. Is there a Beaumont Kin figure? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> is it just a generic is it the generic Lego man with a smiley face without <laughs> many details just need a little beard sketch on there <laughs> like, like hazily drawn on but yeah um, we'll we'll probably have to do some sort of commentary for that oh god oh, yeah. I have to if only there was a Lego show oh, on Patreon only if only. And Claire, you're saying about Slacer's Crumb. What, what, what's that thing you were saying? Uh, uh, that he lives? Yeah, but there's was, was another sort of phrase you, you mentioned. Is that about someone no being gone? Or something? Really gone. Bit louder? No one's ever really gone. Funny you say that, because on tpublic.com, we hey. have a t shirt. Forward slash uh, user, forward slash the Imperial Center podcast. To be exact. That's right. Um, what she said. We have a really cool Slicious Crumb t-shirt that you can buy. And also other t-shirts that you should also buy. And or a giant tapestry of Poe Dameron with the word space light on it. So, do it. Yay! This is the episode where we plug everything. I mean, <laughs> we might as well. It's that, it's that episode 90 bump. Right. <laughs> Speaking of plugging shit, uh, we asked some of our patrons for some questions on Discord. <laughs> Don't forget oh, that's you, less you can exciting. Join, oh, you can join our Discord and our patron. Uh, but we asked some of the patrons on Discord to give us some questions for us to discuss on air, and we were mm. met with another week of juicy, medium, rare tidbits to nibble on. So, Claire, do you want to read out the questions? Yes, we actually. So I thought you were going to talk about plugging other things, other places. Um, but this hmm. is actually some pretty exciting shit. So Anna asked, what would your career be if you lived in the Star Wars galaxy in a period of peace? Mm. Who's going who's gonna to claim this one? Well, I know. Um, this, is, this is even, this is my go-to answer, even in a period of non-peace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm obsessed with like flying and racing, so I'm gonna either be a pod racer or um, like the uh, I guess the other kind of racing that like Han gets into post Return of the Jedi. But I'd want to be in like 
some sort of competitive sport like that. Heck yeah. Charlie, what about you? I would, hmm. I don't know. Why would I be in a galaxy in peacetime? I know what I would be. You go first. Okay. I would be some sort of space scientist. That's like the lamest way to say it, but I would probably (laughs) be an intergalactic zoologist and like, you know, work for like the preservation of like rancors in the wild or some shit. That's what I would want to do. You feel like the Jane Goodall of Star Wars. Um, I'm the Jane Goodall of Kowaki and Monkey Lizard and Apes. I will be the Monkey conservation the of, mon- of ape lizards are, is my specialty. They are misunderstood creatures. Don't provoke that's, them. That's noble work. Thank Don't you. let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I would be like Law Santeca, like a historian who goes around and researches old temples and stuff. That'd be rad. Make some Jedi friends. Absolutely. Get stabbed by their nephews. It happens. <laughs> Get stabbed by their nephews. It happens. Oh, goodness. How often <laughs> that, 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 that reminds me of... Uh, I went to see When I went to see Solo with my parents and we left and my mom was like, man, and to think he... Later, just get stabbed by his son, killed, you know, killed and stabbed by his son. And my dad's like, "Yeah, well, that's life sometimes." (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Papa Kumar! (laughs) I was like, "Dang, what does he expect from me?" (laughs) Not much, apparently. He just he just resigned himself, (laughs) and I eventually will stab him. That's just, that's just the way it goes. Damn. <laughs> I don't have the strength to do it. Uh, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. All right. So on to the next question. Reed asks us, FMK, George Washington, George Lucas, and King George the <laughs> Third. Dang. Triple George action. So I feel like this George one's George fairly straightforward. Please. Okay. Mary George Lucas, fuck King George III, and get rid of the, the founder of our nation, unfortunately. But, uh, done. but I feel like, I, I just feel like, you know... The eagle just cried. I know, but, and this is, you yeah. know, I, I, as someone who is, you know, their, their uh, academic area of study was American Revolution predominantly... Got a, I got a lot of historical love for George Washington, but, um, you know, great singing voice, but, uh, you know, it's just, you gotta, you gotta get that. Uh, I mean, George Lucas as the, as the Mary is, is obvious. It's like, this is, I mean, how many gems will he produce on a daily basis in your lives? How many, like just today, or just recently we found out about Winky, Ray Winky, um, like, if you live if you live with George Lucas, he's just gonna drop those things all the time. And then George III, man, that's just that's a weird party waiting to happen. Um, and you know, Washington's just a little vanilla. You know, I don't also, think he I don't think he gives you anything good. 
I mean, in those apartments. Th- that hippopotamus ivory teeth is pretty sexy. Yeah. His fake teeth. Were they slave teeth? Um, I think they were a couple different things at different points. I think it was <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a weird mouth. Either way, I don't want to kiss that weird mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's weird mouth going on in there. He's also not that great of a like military yeah. man. I mean, as a but he's in tall, the British though. army, in the British he's army, tall, he was he was super terrible. White and handsome, which is all you needed back in the day. <laughs> and today, honestly, um, I'm right though, Nikki, and I like he's British. Um, I mean, that's yeah. So yeah, I mean, like it's it's a little more than he was bad. Um, he was not very successful. And bad, his, though. like, his, well, his, his famous bad, or, like, the thing he was famous for was not something he was really in command of. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it wasn't certainly a, uh, a glorious time of his life. Oh, fuck yeah. that. Uh, Claire? I think that I... Choose your words carefully, by the way. What? 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 Hmm? Oh. Um, I actually think I agree with Nikki. Um, because George Lucas, you know, he's a, he's a good-looking dude. He's confident in his jeans, flannel, and Adidas white sneakers. And I love a man that can show up to a red carpet in that vibe and maybe like a blazer over it and, and still have the confidence of like, I'm, I, I'm the shit. That's, that's some, that's some big, that's some big energy right there. Um, um, also you, you're right, Nikki, the, the little tidbits of like random insight on the Star Wars galaxy and on the forest would probably just make me like have some sort of vasovagal reaction and just fall on the floor and, 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 <laughs> and I would not know how to handle it. I would be on my toes all the time and just emotionally fulfilled with the knowledge he bestows upon me. Um, I would say King George the third, that's a guy, he was a snappy dresser. He got all the connections at the parties, you know? Uh, also, if he looks like Jonathan Groff, which I know is not the truth. <laughs> I'm going to that in my head canon. If he looks uh, like Jonathan Groff, a man I have been in love with since middle school, um, when he was in Spring Awakening. <laughs> um, even though I know he's gay, I get it, whatever. Um, but I love him so much. Um, I'm just going to pretend that that's what King George III looks like, and I say yes. And then um, George Washington just not, not he just my, doesn't not bring my... to the table what the other two do in those departments, you know? No, and I know, like, there's a lot of, he's got a lot of skeletons in his closet and a lot of hippopotamus teeth in his mouth. So I just, yeah, I just think, you know, we're going to go. We're going to go the other two. It's worth putting up for the uh, Porphyria, you know? Mm-hmm. George III, he's got that going, but he's got so much more going for him, you know? He does. Just... I'm going to change it up a little bit. Do it. All right. You ready? I 
I'm going to fuck George Lucas. Dang. Mm. Because I love the man. And I'll always respect the man. And you can you can fuck someone and still be friends with them. Right? I I mean, I guess. Like, <laughs> I just figured yeah. that if you were to marry him and you were like in some sort of situation, like, I don't know, a lockdown, he could bum you out a little bit. <laughs> hey, he's just giving you some much-needed perspective. <laughs> well, I don't need that in a lockdown, Nikki. I need... You know, I need some kindness, and and in that sort of favor, I would marry King George the Third because I'm assuming there's some sort of time travel element to this question. Because as we all know, King George the Third, George Washington, and George Lucas did not live at the same time. What? Big if true. And <laughs> I would go back with the foresight knowledge. And change things up a little bit. And treat. Are you going to cure his porphyria? I could. I could Dang. do that, Nikki. I would also treat him with the respect he deserves. He was scapegoated with his mental health, um, treated poorly by his uh, the regent, King uh, George the Fourth, who's a little shit. And I'd put him in his place as his stepdad. I say, "Oi, you." Put the chicken down. <laughs> Stop building shit. <laughs> Calm down. And um, I would also reform the British Empire and make it less evil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I have to, if I have, if I have the uh, moral opportunity to go back and change things for the better, I will. And if I do that with George Lucas, I, like the worst I could do is remake *Howard the Duck*. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd kill George Washington because he doesn't—he he didn't really make a mark on history. I don't think. Didn't do anything of note. I don't think so. Oh wait, he's on money, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he did a few things, but yeah. See, see, my thing as a as a William Pitt the Elder. Oh Fan. shit! <laughs> Dropping names. <laughs> I, have, I have very little respect for George III. So when I say he's my F, that's going to be a resentful. Like I'm going to leave trash on the floor. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of leave him. Kind of leave him ragged. <laughs> you're not going to cuddle after. No, you're not going to call him in the morning. You know. No, that that wig's going to be on the floor. It's going to be. It's gonna be ragged. But you've got the, the opportunity. You're gonna get up and leave. <laughs> you've got the opportunity to change that situation. You can make a better relationship between those two, between government and um, parliament, government and parliament, uh, government and king. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could, or I could just, or I could just go to town. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a fascinating battle of Georges, though. That's for sure. It, I tell you what, it make a great dinner conversation. <laughs> I'll bring it up to my parents next time. <laughs> hey, mom and dad, FMK. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, bringing the three of them to the dinner oh, table. Bringing them together. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying? 
Tom, would you fuck George Lucas? Our families must know. These <laughs> right. must have input on. There's a lot of this. moments. Lots of moments. My mom would be disappointed in me, um, <laughs> <laughs> and that would be another one <laughs> added to the list. <laughs> oh man. That would also be fascinating, though, now that you bring it up. I just want to clarify, oh, yeah. my hatred for George Washington isn't really that founded. It's a comical bit, in case people get angry at me for some reason. How dare you? It's because you? you're British. I see. You're still oh, angry horror. we left. Well, Washington's family comes from uh, nearby. Really? Yeah. He's a oh, just, just ancestor here. Was the mayor of Northampton, like, hundreds of years ago. That's pretty cool. The more you learn. All right, ready for the next one? I am. All right, Emma, my heart. I adore her with all my soul. <laughs> she asks the real questions here. Okay, so Emma asks, "What color of flannel looks best on George Lucas?" Okay, can we all answer this together? Three, two, one. All right. Oh God! But what if we don't have the same answer? Well, I think we will. All right, ready? <laughs> Three. <laughs> right, you ready? Three. No, I'm not. I'm scared. Two. I don't want to do it. Oh, no, you have to do it. Don't be a coward. No, my. I know I'm, mine. I am I'm a coward. Three, two, one. Red. Red. Oh no, Claire, you're right. You should have shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? He rocks the blue. He looks great, but it's red. Yeah, it brings out it brings out the undertones in his eyes. You know, he looks older the, when he's wearing the blue. No, he does not. I think he does because he's got like no. bluish eyes, and I think yeah. The best thing about blue is he was wearing blue in that video of the guy like <laughs> you know the video <laughs> he just randomly walks behind someone and like goes inside a door. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a documentary. <laughs> he's wearing blue. Or, um, some sort of science or geography program, right? I don't remember the context. I, I, <laughs> I think I've only seen the clip, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he looks. He look, it's a great George moment, and he is wearing blue. But but yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely believe in red. There's no wrong. Just, I just feel like he's got the calming presence in the blue. You know. Mm-hmm. It's good to yeah. have a um, a closet full of different colors. Red reminds me of like young hot George Lucas. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I can just picture him red, like with Dave Filoni. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we're gonna kill fives. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, Clint, I have a question for you. Are you a light blue George or like a darker blue George? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, Red. I'm a light blue George. I'm a light blue. Light blue, okay. Mm-hmm. He also looks good in, like, the royal blue flannel. Like, that's a that's just a great color um, in general. But he looks so, like, sweet and huggable in the light blue. And I just envy Melody so much when he's wearing <laughs> that light blue. Yep. Is that the first time we said I envy Melody <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the podcast? It, it needs be. to be said more often. It really much. should. We're always thinking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not always said doesn't mean it isn't still true. 
<laughs> Some things need to be said out loud, though. <laughs> I, I envy her for like 8,000 reasons, but that would be one of them. <laughs> there we go. Alrighty. So now our next question is from Brie, of course, spelled like the cheese. So in parentheses, I have God save the cheese queen. Um, Brie asks, um, you see George Lucas in the food court. What kind of cheese did he get on his Subway sandwich? <laughs> Hmm. Free asking the real shit again. Thank you for the cheese questions. All right. <laughs> I have my answer. And I'm, you go for it. I don't think they serve these at Subway. But I'm going to say that anyway. He's got craft singles in the plastic <laughs> <laughs> on the Subway sandwich. He's a man of simple taste. And you know what? He likes what he likes, okay? Yeah. Craft singles. That's my answer is what goes on the but on, on Subway sandwich, we'll we'll just say American. We'll put American. S- same line of thinking was, was pointing me towards Swiss. Swiss? You know That's a mellow it's, mellow. It's yeah, you know, you're not you're not really changing the dynamic of your sandwich <laughs> with, with a night with a little Swiss slice. So uh you know, yeah. It, George George doesn't seem to be a man of complicated taste buds. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's my answer. I'm going to go with Swiss. I'm going to go with blue cheese. And I don't mean... Blue cheese? Just, you know, like the normal blue cheese. I don't mean the, the sort of the stuff you find on a fron after a, you know, a few Blech. days. Um, he is clean... And takes care of his business. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, where he is now, it's hard to keep clean, you know. Oh God! No, he's got Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he dyes his hair. <laughs> oh goodness! Um, it is. It is literally blue milk that is fermented. Hmm. Is it a, a personal creation that he like? So did he get the sandwich and then bring his own blue cheese? And then open up the sandwich and put the blue cheese in there. No, blue milk was <laughs> blue milk from Star Wars is based on a real milk that he created himself as a child, <laughs> and that he and he had the blue cheese as a kid as well. And so he's he's just continuing his life, but he happened to use that in his film. And now it's it's funny you say that because now you've put this image in my head of George Lucas in his sexy blue flannel. Um, yes, it's blue um, with a cheesecloth, trying to trying to differentiate them curds and whey. Mm-hmm. Getting down and dirty. George loves a curd. <laughs> <laughs> he loves a good curd. But yeah, that's my answer. Alrighty. Sweet, sweet. All right. So Darshan, whose name on uh on our Discord in parentheses is Michael. Who are you? Just kidding. I'm sorry. I had to do it. And Darshan slash Michael asks, what food slash dish slash drink from films, novels, or even Galaxy's Edge would you want to try if you were in the Star Wars universe? Raised bread. Totally raised bread. Mm-hmm. That's on there. That's on the menu. Like, I want to experience the finer things in life, like the cola clawfish. 
because they just look so weird. And I dig yeah. like sushi. I dig like mussels and clams and stuff like that. I feel like colo clawfish would bring something t- entirely new to the table for my seafood appreciation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Colo or literally just anything, one? literally any drink at the cantina, to be honest. Hmm. I'm trying to think here. Wait, I tell you what. Because I want to basically die from alcohol poisoning. Yay! I need to try the port in a storm. Oh, dude! <laughs> Made famous in uh, Bloodline, I think. Same! Yeah, that that seems like a wild time. What What is it? Let me find the article here. Um, I'm reading it now, and apparently it first appeared retcon-wise in Attack of the Clones. Attacking the ooh, oh, re- it was retconned to appear in the Outlander retconned. Club. Okay, in the Outlander Club, fascinating. Um, That's another cookbook for Galaxy Edge. Oh, there you go. I, uh, as as the Malort Queen of Chicago, I feel like Port in a Storm is right up my alley. That is, that's I can jump on that shit. A fortified high octane wine. <laughs> Oh. Here we go. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun and wash it down with a little tonnery, maybe. Yes. But they do serve tonnery at Galaxy's Edge. And that's just, that was interesting. I just want to go to Galaxy's Edge and try all of it. And spend hundreds of dollars eating and tasting everything. They have some weird food, man. The the like Mustafar cinnamon roll is is interesting. Mustafar <laughs> cinnamon roll? Yeah, it's like they put like ash on it. <laughs> it was really weird. Um, it's got like a different name now because I, I remember one of my tweets went viral because it was like the lava bread. No, it's called lava buns, which is what I I consider the we call Vader's butt. Florian <laughs> lava buns. That's post episode three pet name for Vader. <laughs> what are you doing, lava buns? Oh God! Get your metal leg on and get up this hill. Remember that um, really, really terrible, atrocious Star Wars comic with the woman who was in love with Darth Vader who gets straight up murdered? That was just, like, rough all around. Remember that good time? Yeah. That's <laughs> what it for Which one's that? <laughs> the Stockholm Syndrome. She's in love with him, and she's, like, not trying the, to not get... Not the pregnant woman one where they get murdered for no reason. This is a different woman getting murdered. It's like the no. Dark Bittens one or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. The, yeah, the, the needy chick yes. trope. She calls mm-hmm. him Lava Buns. She calls him lava Mm-hmm. Well, that case, well, I'm glad she's dead. But in my head I'm joking. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would rude. pick. I would pick the uh, on Canto Bite. There was like a scene where I think that's when the Fabio started running in. It's like a table full of like these drinks that are like sort of like white wine. Mm. I picked that. The guy popping bottles. Yeah. Yes. Seems sophisticated. Yeah, little oh, yeah. little guy who uh, put all the coins in BB-8. <laughs> no more coming. Man, I just want to have like, I want to save up some cash. I'm not a big gambler, but I want to take a trip to Canto Bite for the shows. For well, the father races make me sad, so probably not for the races. For the spas, and to have a fine, like like high class dinner on Canto Bite. Because all of that food and drink would just be delicious. It's funded by uh, war crimes. 
But yeah, but that's what gives it its spicy flavor. Jesus. <laughs> what, what's the point if you can't feel a little guilty in life? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'd want to do the, like, you know where the shot starts and they're on that, like, floating yacht that, like, oh, goes off the waterfall? Yes, the, the That'd be really cool cruise. to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. That would be cool. Also, whatever they're serving on um, that giant ship from Solo. Paul Bettany's ship. Yes. Mm. That'd be cool. Absolutely. With that entertainment. With a chicken in a pot. <laughs> think Chewie has two of. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that makes his whole face covered yep. in. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, I mean, Star Wars food would be so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. food-wise, what about one of those stuff that Jabba eats, the little things dipped in green gunk? Are those supposed frog? to be Gorgs? <gasps> what? Because I know the thing... This I think this could also I don't know if, if this is another retcon or not, but the thing that Jar Jar is supposed to eat that costs seven whoopee whoopee is uh <laughs> is a gorg actually. Even oh. though it doesn't quite look like the same gorg from Resistance. Well now I'm sad as I look at my gorg puppet. <laughs> bitey. Bitey. More like just, take a bitey out of you. Just as for bitey. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, those are yeah, those are weird. I don't know. I'm not I'm not super into <laughs> amphibians. I gotta say, <laughs> I'm, I'm not French. Again, yeah. I'm gonna go back and say I just assume that all food on Naboo is just Italian food. Yeah, I have spag ball, which is what I'm actually having tonight. There yeah. we go. Pair, get the get a pair for dessert. Mm. Floated around the room. Uh, you're talking about Natalie Portman or the fruit? <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> oh, goodness. <clears throat> All right. So we have one more question. One more question from Alden, mm-hmm. who um, is rad. And Alden asks if the Imperial Senate podcast actually existed in the Imperial Senate, how would it make the galaxy a better place? It wouldn't. <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly would not. Like Pods have America. It's just there. It won't actually help things. <laughs> See that's that's my thing. Like my my answer is I'm going full like full ancient Rome, just bread and circus. Um <laughs> ig- ignore ignore the issues, guys. We're gonna give you some games. <laughs> Oh my god! And we're gonna we're gonna hook you up with uh with some fun, you know, some fun gladiatorial combat. Maybe mm. a little bit, of, a little bit of chariot stuff going on. A um, little non-cal opera. Yeah, a little uh, you know, we'll reenact some battles, blowjobs, battles. Blow yeah, jobs. you know. And, I mean, and plenty of, of yeah, Roman. There were there mm-hmm. plenty of the bread, plenty of the bread that uh grows out of the water. Raise bread. Um, so yeah, you know, just don't worry about it. We're obviously handling the important issues. Um, <laughs> Trust so us. So just, so just, you know, enjoy the enjoy the bread and games, man. <laughs> if there's a mining disaster, we'll just send uh, prayers and falls. And let's be honest, there's a lot of mining disasters. 
It's about a mining disaster every hour. Pretty much. <laughs> there was a mining disaster in Alderaan. <laughs> How bad was that? Really bad. Real bad. Yeah, pretty, pretty, like, pretty bad. Can't even see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we're not going back there. <laughs> oh goodness! Is that all we've got time for uh, this week? I think it might be. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, it was fun to answer those questions. Sorry that we haven't got much news to sort of delve into, but that will be changing soon as The Mandalorian comes back pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening again, and may the force be with you. Hey out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you. Remnants of the old republic have been swept away.